I was told to do the closing speech. Uh, I initially thought I'd just get everyone to clap for 10 minutes. <laughs> um, but I thought I'd talk a little bit about how much like this industry really means to me. So I moved here uh, nearly eight years ago, uh, back in 2011. And uh, when I got here, I had a working visa, but I had no job or anything. Uh, I knew uh, there was a big games industry, but of course, uh, that year, uh, a big load of the companies closed, and so I was a little bit like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? Uh, but I found, like, immediately I started finding out about Full India, I started finding about all these different little meetups, and just started making friends, uh, contacts, everyone in the industry. And uh, it's been, like, super inspiring. Uh, and it, I think it was at that point, I was still, when I first moved here, I was still at the point of, like, I must make concept art that looks like... I guess like, you know, you'd see for Gears of War or Call of Duty, it all had to be like very um, realistic looking. And then at some point, it was definitely inspired by here, like I realized, oh, actually I can make it look more fun, stylized. And over that time, like games, uh, like we started seeing more uh, indie games popping up and you just started seeing all these different art styles and everything. I found that super inspiring and then just started, I made a Twitter account. I thought, you know, maybe I can like talk to some of these people. And, uh, and of course, like so many of them ended up being local as well. So uh, I immediately just started doing, like, I guess, like artwork that appealed more to me, and the community was like super welcoming and everything. And so, like uh, this year, I finally, after a long time, I got my Canadian citizenship. French though, I'm so glad. Um, but <laughs> we did have to do the speak, like the, the, what is it, to the Queen. We had to swear in our allegiance to the Queen, which I mean, I already have it, you know, but um, we had to do it in English and French. But um, it was super amazing. I, I've loved it every moment here. Like, I hopefully plan on never leaving. Uh, fantastic industry. I'm super proud to be a part of it here. Thank you. Thank you. Slides for you guys. Um, actually, uh, for people that are here at the morning, I have to go back through all these lovely sponsors. I'm going to do everyone this time. Uh, I'm definitely going to need some help from one of them. The people who were here earlier will know one of them. I could not pronounce. I've been practicing all day. I still can't do it. So, uh, first off, oh, thank you. Um, <laughs> sponsors. <laughs> um, so, we've got Kabam. Gold sponsor, uh, please pull it out. How are you saying? <laughs> and <laughs> Park, I can do that part. Um, a thinking ape. Thank you. Blackbird <laughs> Interactive. ID at Xbox. Some of my favourite sites. Um, Power Up Audio Woo! and Red Hook Studios. Is that just a slogan or is that a company? It's a company. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, it's a silver. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> indie sponsors. Okay, here we go. A Shell in the Pit, Decent Game Jam, Caledonia, what's a great name? Gasket Games, Kinematic Soup, 
cinematic? Um, oh, why has everything got a question mark now? <laughs> the learning world of Oville, <laughs> Nika Vision Studios, Northway Games, Ooh. Architect, Ooh. Pet Shark Productions, Savory Games, The Question Bus, yeah. The Question Bus, yeah. The Question Bus, yeah. Down? Yeah, yeah, okay. Levels. Can you hear me? Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's a little bit easier with the headphones. Okay. Uh, what's your name and how many ties do you own? Uh, my name's Andy and I have one tie. Just one? So you just have the one white tie? Yeah, the one white tie. And that's the only tie you have? Yes, it's so the only tie I have. somebody gets so excited to see you, they spell wine on your tie. I have, this is my second white tie. My first white tie I lost. If this one got ruined, I would buy another tie. But I only have one tie at one time. It's like max capacity one. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, it, and uh, I guess the good thing about white, easy. Do you, Stick with just the skinny ties? I'm yes. a skinny tie man. I do skinny tie. Because yeah. the, the wide ones are like really thick and they don't fit me well. I don't know how to describe it. Yeah, I, I don't know. For some reason, it, it seems a little you too, you need a little too formal. Yeah. Okay. Um, for me, like I always feel like it's more of like an old man yeah, suit thing. Yeah, it's very, very business. Um, do you do, so you do the double Windsor? I do. No, 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 no. Or no? I do the half Windsor. Is that just one? It's a, it's a half... The double Windsor like makes a lopsided knot when I try it. So this is the half Windsor, so only one side has a loop around it. But I really like your attention to detail on that. Yeah, That's so really... I did the single single tie. Um, do you feel like all body types can pull off the tie with the button undone at the top? Is that what I'm doing? Oh. Yeah, you get your top button undone. Oh, uh, I don't. E I don't even know if I pull it off. But I. I think do. you pull it off. You got. You got okay. the. You got the thing. I think I did it because it's this. The neck part of it is really tight, but yeah, everyone should do it. Yeah, it's tough to get a good dress shirt that fits. And I'm not even like, it's, I don't dress this way to look serious. So I don't, I don't, ah, do you're, you're, I don't even tuck in my shirt I'm, all the I'm having a good time at a work thing. Yeah, kind of look, yeah right? exactly. Yeah. Like, and, and it's very neat. Like you, 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 everything about it's very, very neat. Like you look lint rolled. Um, the knot's very centered. Um, it's, it's a good length. Like you got the, uh, Thing. Do you tie your own ties? I do tie my own ties. I do it in the mirror. Yeah, I've been. I mean, I've been wearing this. I've been doing the the white tie thing for seven years. Yeah. So Basically, as long as you've been doing games. Yeah, yeah, exactly. As long as I've been doing games. How nervous are you for your top? Really nervous. Were you more nervous yesterday or today? Uh, more now. Yeah, more now. More now. There's and a lot of people. Here. When? Uh, <laughs> what? Uh, how long did you spend on your top? I for not as much as I should have. I was like practicing earlier before I came to the venue here. I mean, like iterating on it. Yeah, just in the mirror or to people? Oh, to my computer screen. <laughs> I should do the mirror though because I noticed that uh, I have a tendency to move my mouse mouth in a weird way when I talk. Nobody's gonna pick that up and. No, Nobody's just, gonna I pick that up from the <laughs> front row. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, it's because uh, I was, I did the, uh, I got, I had this one video interview from at PAX, and my mouth was like super crooked, and yeah. and then I was like, do I do that? So I I, could, I checked in the mirror, and for some reason when I talk in interviews, I slam my mouth to the side. That's why you gotta always talk to the side. You always yeah, yeah, side yeah. Angle. Like I correct it. Yeah. Um, well, luck with your talk. Oh, What's yeah. your talk about? Uh, Oh, I'm oh, sorry, I'm trying to think about it. Oh, yeah, it's about like how I engage people who are interested in our game. Awesome. Particularly, like, if there's mean people online, like how I engage. The question bus. Yeah. 
And is there anything you want to plug? Like, oh, oh I, brace yourself, games. Doing cool stuff. Yeah. Industries of Titan, because that's what I'm working on. And Phantom Brigade. And Phantom Brigade, yeah. And other stuff that we haven't talked about yet. Yeah, yeah Brace Yourself is a, is a mighty empire. Do you tell their fans to brace yourself? Like, we got something coming? Yeah, well, Ryan's all about that, that joke. Mm. He does that a lot. Brace yourself for this and that. I thought about it, doing it more. But. The question bus. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, Andy's talk. I didn't realize it had such an emotional like connection to him. I guess like that was pretty amazing to see. Like, and and I just think it's amazing how much um, like faith he has in other human beings. Like, I think myself personally, you know, the the idea that anybody can be kind of helped to to like be more positive. I guess is something that I find hard. Yeah, and and. And also, I feel like that type of approach would be, like, as not an angry person on the internet. Yeah. I feel like those, like, that type of approach of, of always trying to talk to people and kind of and set them right. Yeah. Uh, like, giving everybody that chance. I feel like people that are, like, angry people on the internet yeah. or easily disturbed yeah. uh, would like that. Because that's the so. that's I mean, kind of the internet they want is the everything's equal, everything's fair, I can do whatever I want. Yeah. And, but they're like, well, like, come on, man, like that's kind of the general tone. Yeah. I think in real life, people, are, if you talk to them in real life, then they are actually really reasonable. It's well, just he's not flying out there. No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, like in life, if we had this at PAX, like people would talk to us and they'd seem like a bit grumpy about something. But you explain something like, oh, we're only a team of five people, we can't do multiplayer. And they're like, oh, fine. But online, they would have been yeah. like, you know, flipping out and getting angry or whatever. Well, also, it's tough because like any excuse you would give involves a certain amount of um, like explanation that won't sound good. Yeah. Like yeah. somebody's like, oh, Kier, why, why does your podcast not have an intro or an outro? <laughs> I would go, well, if I have to do it, then mm-hmm. every episode has to have it. Podcasts can only get better in production. Yeah. If I do it this way, then eventually the it'll mean something. Like when when there is an intro, okay. Okay. it'll mean something to people. Yeah. But like people are just would just be like, you're just lazy, <laughs> and that's not wrong. This is a very it, a lot of this is about as little work as possible. Yeah. To get this casual. podcast out. Yeah. Um, so shall we content. shall we begin? Sure. What's your name and what's your game? Uh, I'm Ben, and I'm working on Industries of Titan at Brace Yourself Games. And uh, you're new here. I am. I'm new to Vancouver. Like I moved here like in October last year, and I started at Brace Yourself in January. So. Early. Do you think the because uh, Brace Yourself has a bit of a stereotype of uh, a lot of people coming from a lot of different places in the world to work together in Vancouver. Yeah, that's true, yeah. Um, growing, yeah. And, uh, or across Canada, like, like a lot of your team is not from Vancouver. I think probably over half of the company is not even from Canada. Do you think that makes it easier to... Yeah, I mean, I feel that generally about Canada, and well, maybe I haven't actually visited a lot of Canada, but about Vancouver in particular, is it like everybody is from everywhere, and there's no sense of like, oh, you're a real Vancouverite, or you're not, like depending on how many years you've been here. And also, like, we don't. Cl- well, I mean, I'm born and raised Vancouver, like lived in Kitsilano since I was one. Whoa. 
but um, like if there, if there was a definition, then I guess you would be it. Yeah, but no one seems to yeah. But but it, but people that have lived here for a couple of years don't claim this. They're not like, oh, I'm from Vancouver. No, I've heard other cities where people do that. Yeah, Paris had that feeling. Like if you basically, unless you've been there ten or fifteen years, you're like not really. You don't you don't well, really no, but belong. People would be there for five years. Like I heard in San Francisco, yeah. Lyft drivers were complaining. Yeah. That, people were here for five years and they were like oh yeah I'm from the Bay Area and it's like oh where'd you go to school and it's like Kansas and it's like no that's not how this works <laughs> but why what does it matter I think that's like I think the mindset because... that I like here is there isn't even that mindset of like do, uh, do you belong or not you're just if you live here you're from Vancouver fuck it like, well also because <laughs> anybody who stays in Vancouver obviously accepts that it's nice yeah well, I mean yeah and anybody yeah. that moved here thought <laughs> it might be nice or is nice yeah so it's just this general consensus of like if you're here you like it here yeah don't be a jerk about it. <laughs> I mean, the people do complain. Like, I mean, people complain about everything, but I feel there's so much good stuff here. Like, the Skytrain's really good uh, for North America, and it's, I don't know, the weather's good most of the time? Some of the time? Uh, I mean, you <laughs> when when did you come here? Uh, October last year. Okay, yeah, then you've seen the gambit. So, yeah, it's yeah. going to be raining until March. Well, the but first time, yeah. Never going to have a drought. Yeah. Might have an earthquake. Yeah. But. Yeah. It's just the gamble you play. Every city's got their problems, right? Yeah, sure. Everyone complains and thinks their city's the worst somehow, but I, I don't know. I enjoy it here. I really enjoy it. Yeah, it is fun bonding with other people from other cities with similar issues and being like, oh, we can just bond about... Yeah, you like, think your place up. is bad. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> let's, talk, let's talk about stupid traffic on bridges. Like, um, but where are you from originally? So I grew up in the UK, like kind of outside so Ireland, London. right? Mm, oh. uh, no, the England bit. But this, people from North America, they were like, oh, you're from England. It's like most people, I don't know, British people just say we're from the UK. Like, I don't know people that say, unless you're from Scotland or Wales. Anyway, that's you're a total. From anywhere but England. Yeah, that's a total. You're not from the UK. I don't know, if you say you're from England, it's like, it just seems like you're about to start a fight with someone. Like, I don't want to say that. So I'm like, yeah. no, I'm from the UK. Um, but yeah, I'm from the south bit of the UK. And then lived in Japan for a bit, lived in Paris for a bit, and then now I'm living here. So, yeah. Sweet. Uh, can I give you some rapid fire yes. UK questions? Sure. Okay. Uh, what's the deal with mushy peas? They're great. They're amazing. What makes a good mushy pea? Uh, color. It should be super duper green. Like, like a bright... Like unhealthily like, green. Like fr- like artificial grass. Like that fucker who has a better lawn than you green. Yeah. Like... like what is it? If it's RGB, then it should be 00FF00. <laughs> the programmer um, means it should be that. Have you had any fish and chips here, and what do you think of them? Yeah, I've had Pajos, which is down wherever, wherever that is. And yeah, it's good. It's not authentic, like with yeah. air quotes, but well, that's it's what I really noticed, good. Because I was in the UK, and they were like, fish chips, they just give it to me. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Not fresh, but it's just because no. like you're making so much fish and chips. Yeah. And the aggregate, it's like our sushi. It's like, yeah, our your average. Well, it's, a, it's good in a different way. Like sushi here is not Japanese sushi. It's its yeah. own thing, but it's different. It's good in a different way. And like the yeah. chip fish and chips. Home of the California yeah. roll. Yeah, and, and and the dynamite roll yeah. and the, the all these other crazy things yeah. that a Japanese person would know not, not know what to do with, and they're like three times the size of a regular sushi roll as well. It just yeah. Um, what's a food from the UK that you can't find here and wish there was more? Uh, the first thing that springs to mind is salad cream, which is like a garnish. It's basically mayonnaise with a whole bunch of vinegar in it, and uh, it's like stuff you put on salad. Uh, you can probably find it. Not obviously. salad dressing. No, it's, it's a different. salad cream, and it's like, basically, yeah, it's basically... Is it like, sweet? 
No, it's it's like evil mayonnaise, basically. It's great. Because, like, good coleslaw mm. is just mayo, apple cider vinegar, and sugar. Oh, okay. So... It's not that. It's, it's not got that. way more kick than coleslaw. It's like... Well, yeah, but you put too much apple cider vinegar, it's got a lot of oh, kick. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, where's the <laughs> optimal spot to sit on a uh, double-decker bus? Okay. I think top middle, maybe bottom middle. Like, mm. at the front, it's too che- you're too cheeky. You know, at the front, you don't want to get hit by the branches. Top back, someone's going to not like your face and beat you up. Bottom back is just too near the, the, the engine. Bottom middle's good. Top middle's good. Um, at what point does it... Uh, a Nando's become a cheeky Nando's. <laughs> I think they're always. I think it's I missed that culture. I was like, I left ten years ago and I never had that. And so I think they're always cheeky. I'm not sure. It's all. It's to, not always cheeky. I, I don't know. I think it's like late at night. Like it's like you shouldn't be doing it. Then it's cheeky. But How do you great. know about cheeky Nando's? I was in the UK. I was I was there for like six weeks. <laughs> oh, see, okay. yeah. I know all. <laughs> you picked it all up in six yeah, weeks. Yeah, I ate nothing but fish and chips and blood pudding. <laughs> And Cornish pasties and haggis and like I was just eating what I could only get there. I do miss the pies. Like yeah. meat pies is something. You say pie in North America, they'll give you something sweet, but it's like no, yeah. I want savory. Yeah, quarter and Cornish pasties are like anybody who uh, talks shit about UK food <laughs> needs to have a Cornish pasty. It's quite plain. I mean, it's quite. It's it depends quite what's hearty. in it. No, but yeah. the thing is, is the crust is amazing, right? Yes. So you're you're getting like a pizza pocket. From God, with the best pa- like the best pastry you could ask for for like a quiche yeah. or something like yeah. like any of those type of those type of crumbly crust you're yeah. getting that. Yeah. But it's the self-contained meat pie you can eat on the move, and you can put it in your pocket. Historically, that's what they're from. Right? And also because they train, <laughs> like the one thing that was a real big culture shock is because like trains are such a bigger deal uh, in Europe and especially the UK because yeah. you guys don't seem to have a lot of like. Like, you just use the trains as rapid transit rather than having, like, a separate thing, yeah. it seemed. Yeah, well, we spent um, money on it, and it's that. So, yeah, yeah. Um, but you could get, like, a solid Cornish pasty in a train station, whereas, like, yeah. that, it's like you want to avoid all food in any transportation thing in North America. Oh, like, yeah. You true. never want to... Yeah, it'll like, be some hot dog that's been lying out for six weeks. Yeah, like, like yeah. you want to do that. <laughs> um, is there any uh, UK candy you miss? Oh, uh, not a lot. I never was really into candy so much. I really like coffee crisp. That coming here, yeah, I'm that's like Canadian, baby. I know, but Maybe like that's... ketchup chips. Yes. Have oh. you had all dressed ruffles? Yeah, but they just they taste like barbecue flavor to me. Yeah, it's basically not barbecue. big barbecue. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a weird. It's weird. Yeah, like coffee crisp is a weird thing mm. for people to be into because it's, it's just not... like for us. It just is what's there. Yeah, but it seems like something that would have such a broad appeal. I don't know why they don't export it. Like coffee and chocolate, why, why is that not everywhere? It's crazy. Uh, it's probably some businessman going like, a bunch of these Canadians buy it and bring it. Like, we sell uh, kilos of it at duty-free stores, so why <laughs> That's true. Why let the premium. masses have it? Yeah. And also, when you're in Canada, you're visiting Canada, you will probably see a coffee crisp and try it. Mm-hmm. Like, I would see random There's, candy that I've never heard of yeah. and, and get it. It's hard to know, like, what's exported and what's not as well. Like, when you go, people say, oh, bring stuff from the UK. And I'm like, I don't know what you don't have here to in order to know to bring yeah. it. Like it's And we have a lot of it. Yeah. But it's weird. Like, I don't know. Like, like, we have, like, a Tesco's, like, built into our grocery store. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, And it's, like, full of garbage. 
and it's not cheap. Like the thing about Tesco's is it's yeah, cheap it's and cheap. everywhere. Yeah. And you can get like a jar of mustard for like a pound. Yeah. And it's really it's good like, mustard. And you're like blown. <laughs> your mind's blown. Yeah. Um, do you, uh, you have a significant other, yes. correct? Do yep. you text them? Yeah. Well, um, I mean, no, I don't, not, not SMS. I mean, I, I or use WhatsApp or yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Like you send them messages of text. Yeah. Um, how many X's and O X's do you put on the end of your text? None, none, none in a text message. That's, oh, okay. that's a that's a that's a printed card kind of situation for me. Oh, okay. Because yeah. that was something I was noticing as I was um, doing online dating in the UK. Oh. Was I was getting like lots of X's <laughs> as a, but it just like seems like more of a um, uh, casual thing. Yeah, it's like Whereas, a sign off. Like, but the sign off here, it's like I'm kissing you or I'm hugging you. Wait, people physically write, I am hugging no, you. No, 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 but X and O is like kisses and hugs. Yeah, that's what so they mean. Like XO, 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 XO. It's like, I, it, it feels like you wouldn't be like. I'm alternately rapidly kissing you and hugging yeah, like you. Yeah, it, 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 it's like you would put that in your mind, but I would just receive it on every message and I'm just trying yeah. to picture this. It means like not a full, lot. Yeah, like it doesn't have the same impact. Um, uh, it has the difference in meaning of kebabs tripped you up here <laughs> I haven't eaten them ever like I don't eat okay. kebabs a lot I ate them in Paris a bit but wait is it kebab here versus kebab in the UK right just yeah I think spelling. it's kebab but you would assume it's just different spelling yeah but like here sure. kebabs are on a stick really yeah oh yeah like, like a shish, shish kebab like a shish kebab yeah, right. yeah okay I've heard of that but oh well I just haven't ever got in I just assumed um, it was the same if you could go to uh if you if you're somebody's going to the UK for the first time, you can only yep. go to three cities. Yep. What do you choose? I would say I wouldn't go to cities. I'd go to countryside, just because I love the countryside in the UK. Like I'd go to the Lake District or Scotland, and then I mean that's <laughs> you a whole know, thing. You know the countryside right. district, the same, Scotland. So yeah, rural like Highland area, and then also the Chiltern Hills, like Rolling Hills down in the south, and then maybe like Devon or something. I think countryside is really. really yeah. Okay. I, went, I went to Dorchester oh, yeah. uh, to see Jake Burkett. I recorded a podcast there. Took me on a t- tour of Rolling Hills. Um, we had a uh, Chip Buddy. Okay. Are you familiar with that? I am. Uh, I what's am. your opinion on that? that it's it's traditional uh, high cuisine like from the UK. Yeah. How would you describe it? Uh, you take some chips, some fries, uh, preferably slightly soggy. You take some bread. Oh, they'll be soggy by the end of it. Yeah. Oh, totally. And then, uh, yeah, you put them inside bread, probably white bread. And then you put some ketchup in, probably butter the bread as well. And then you smush it together. Kind of like a Pringles Pringles sandwich. Same sort of feeling. Pringles sandwiches are amazing too. Uh, we smush them all up. <laughs> do you, um, what, how do you, is it weird still hearing about the tweet here in Canada? Yeah, in a good way though. In a good way. Like, I, I'm not a monarchist, and I think we should get rid of them. But a a mon- monarchist. A monarchist? Yeah, it's like people who support the monarchy. Like, I think we should get rid of them. But looking at the money here, I'm like, oh, it's real money. It's got her face on it. It's got that lady on it. And also other people. But, like, yeah, it's it's weird. It's like, it's weird how other countries in the in the, in the the Commonwealth, like, are like, yeah, it's our queen, too. And people in the UK are like, no, it's our queen. It's like, no, it's our queen. Like... I don't know. I think it's weird. I don't. I don't, I don't think. I don't, <laughs> I don't think any. I don't think any Canadian thinks that they are only our queen. 
Yeah. And then like they just live in the UK. Yeah. It's weird, though, because it's like you have a queen, she's your head of state, sort of, not really, like, but she's, like, in another country. It's a weird situation to be in. It's a um, really weird. Do you have any opinions on the royal wedding? Oh, that was amazing. I loved it. So, <laughs> my wife, she's from the US, and she was, like, cringing because of the, the pastor guy who talked for, like, way too long. And I was, I was, I thought it was hilarious. It was, like, total clashing of... of of cultures of like the guy talking forever and doing like all this emotion and then the English side which is like dull super dull and that's how it should be it's like got to be all stodgy and boring like that's the monarchy it's got to be like pageantry and completely unrelatable people like I think that's like the whole point of it <laughs> so let's say you're just sitting down it's like a it's a good weekend night you're just sitting on the couch yep watching some quality UK drama do okay. you have a favorite UK drama? No, I don't really watch UK. You mean like, are you talking about a soap? Like soap opera? No, just anything made in the UK, really. I mean, I like old comedy stuff. Like, yeah, like The like Office or Peep Show. Or Black Books, Space, oh, okay. that kind yeah. of thing, yeah. Um, so you're sitting there, you're watching some quality TV with your significant other. Yep. They turn to you, and they're like, there's something I need to tell you. Yeah. I'm actually a royalty. <laughs> from this country I come from a royal family uh-huh. um, so if this keeps going yeah. you're going to be part of that what would be your emotions at that point uh, that would be horrifying like that's such a horrifying thing like do we have to be part of that whole public stuff I would just run away I'd be like I can't do that or we need to like elope or you should just quit being a uh, royal that would be really good yeah you should just like totally be the last person be the last royal in your and all you lineage. need to do is just go to one royal wedding and then it'd be oh yeah that'd be cool I could be the one that like messes up a royal wedding I like like fall on a gown and like mess stuff up and yeah no I don't think I'd want to marry them in that case it's way too public that's creepy Ugh. I'm, I'm all for it really if you I get married up, yeah. to someone yeah. who's like a royalty yeah I would I would be royalty if I could but it's like you would have to then have bodyguards and like and gentlemen not worth it. Why would that not be? I don't know. You can go anywhere. You can, like, you know, do anything without having bodyguards and no one would treat you in the same way. It'd just be weird. Okay. Be weird. That's fair. <laughs> different, different. I mean, the money would be nice. Tons of money would be great. I don't know if that nice. much money comes with it. I think, I think it's more like free rent. I don't know. No, I think if you want anything, you get it for free. Oh, yeah, basically. I would have, like, so, political power. I could pass, like, weird. I mean, lobby for weird video game laws. <laughs> Pretty specific little video game prince, and you just have like your own particular stuff. The prince of wherever is now super yeah. into video games and like all the funding's there. Um, <laughs> well, thanks for being on the question bus. Oh, no worries. Uh, is there anything else you want to plug? To plug? Yeah. I don't know. Play our game when it comes out. It's fun. And that game again? Uh, Industries of Titan. It's going to be out. You can find it uh, industriesoftitan.com. No social medias? I mean, there's social media stuff on there as well, probably. Like, but yeah. Do you I like have websites. social media? No. I deleted it all. I'm all free! Yes! No Facebook, no grandmas. Nope. All gone. Whee! <laughs> the question bus. Yeah! What's your name and what's your game? My name is Tammy DePlanis. My game is a Chafalaya Arcade. It is an improvisational experimental chiptune creation experience for the Game Boy. Where do you get your Game Boys? Um... I generally find them at like flea markets and like used game stores. And as far as the cartridges, I find them off of kitchbent.com, like kitsch, 
um, you know, kitsch, old stuff. Yeah. And then bent, and like you're bending something. Okay. Um, do, do you just buy every Game Boy you see? Because I know they're rare. I watched a chiptune documentary five years ago by Two Player Productions, and they were talking about how like the prices of Game Boys have been going up since like 2000. Because it's like there's only a limited amount of them left in the world. So do you like how many do you own? Um, I'd say I own about six, uh, maybe seven if you count the the Super Game Boy for the Super Nintendo. Um, and while the price is rising, I find it's mostly rising for like the original Game Boy in the original color, like the the gray that everybody knows. Um, so. I like having a bit of a range of them because they all sound a little different. Um, so. Do you name them? Huh? Do you name them? I don't name them. Stickers? Uh, yeah, sometimes. Um, what? So tell me more about the game. What's it? What's it? Or the chiptune in, uh, interactive experience? Or... Yeah. So I mean, you can call it a game. You can call it an instrument. I don't really care. Um, but basically, basically, what it is is a like I said, an interactive musical experience. They are instruments. As you're playing these instruments and exploring them, learning how they work, you're also creating these like abstract pixel bayouscapes and reading about my nostalgia for Louisiana, where I'm from originally. Oh, okay. Yeah. What's the regional food of Louisiana that, that is, you still have strong feelings for? Uh, probably jambalaya. Um, in fact, my Twitter handle is tambalaya, ah. which is jambalaya but with a T. Yeah. Um, That's a good get. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Any no. offers for it? No, no, none, none yet. Do you have a price that you'd sell your Twitter account for? Oh, no, I love I love tambalaya. I'm, not, I'm never getting rid of it. Yeah. Um, and, like, I guess I do miss jambalaya, but I do, I do make a mean jambalaya myself, so... You know, anywhere that I go. That's a good way to do it, yeah. yeah. Do, you always, do you do it as like a big group thing when you make it? Like, do you invite a bunch of friends over? Or? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's like, kind of weird to eat by yourself. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But, no, I, lo- I love making jambalaya for people and just, like, sharing my culture. You know? what, what's, uh, how, like, how do you make a Game Boy game as a probably not, like, licensed Nintendo developer? Um, I mean... It's not... People aren't really paying attention to the space right now, you know. Nintendo doesn't necessarily care if you're making a ROM from scratch and releasing it, you know, for free or for cheap, as long as you're not, not like, taking money that Nintendo would be getting anyways. So if you're if you're messing with an existing ROM, then that's where it gets legally gray. Oh, okay. um, I was even just meaning from like an SDK standpoint, like mm-hmm. how are you coding it? Oh, how am I programming? Yeah, yeah. so um, I use a compiler and a C library called the Game Boy Development Kit. So I'm writing them in C and then compiling it into a ROM format. A lot of other people who make Game Boy ROMs tend to just learn assembly, but I, I, just, I just use C because it's easier for me. Yeah, that's easier for most people, I feel. Oh, yeah. So, like, if you happen to do a something, then things have gone bad. <laughs> like, there's some bad things happening that you need to fix. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, people do cool stuff with it. I just, it's just not something that I want to spend time on. I'd rather spend time making interesting art. And is this instrument, like, used in any bands or any people's music? Like, is there a place people can go listen to the instrument being played? Um... 
Yes. So my background is kind of in the experimental electronic music scene. Uh, so as far as the Chafalaya Arcade, I don't know if there are any like bands that are using it, but it is being performed by like laptop orchestras and like electronic music ensembles. Uh, yeah, so it's been played in various places in California and Louisiana. Um, and if anybody who runs an electronic ensemble wants to wants to play it, like they can get in touch with me, and I'll send them the ROMs, and they'll be able to perform it as a piece of music with That's an ensemble. Awesome. Yeah. Have you been able to watch it being performed live? Um, and what was that experience like? Yeah. So I I haven't seen it live in person, but I've seen recordings of other people performing it. It's really wild, just because just because. When I play it, you know, I have my own style. There are things that I like to do with it, but other people playing the instrument can, are able to do so many things that I just am not able to do that I wouldn't think of doing. And that just, you know, as a creator of this instrument and as and of this art piece, watching people find new ways to interact with it that I had never considered and making music with it in ways that I never considered is just absolutely amazing to me. You know, makes has, it all worth it. Has that been influencing the development of the ROM kind of like afterwards? Or? Yeah, yeah. I mean, what it what it tells me is that, you know, I what it informs is allowing me to give it some, um, I guess, a little more leeway, giving, giving my players slash performers a little more leeway for what they are able to do. Um, having the option open for people to just go hog wild with it is like you know I've been I've been looking for more ways to incorporate that incorporate a little more player freedom into it and what kind of balance do you have as far as you yourself using it as an instrument like do you work on the ROM and then go like let's see what song I can make or are you more like tweaking it as you go and kind of yeah I mean so I'm kind of always looking at it with two brains right I'm looking at it as a game developer and I'm looking at it as a composer so you know, as I'm working on one of my games, you know, I'll take a minute to look at it, think about some kind of interesting, like, audio interaction, and then think, okay, how does this, how does this feel as a player working with this interaction? Is it interesting? Does it produce interesting interactive results? And then thinking about it as a composer of, does this sound pretty? Can people make an interesting piece of music using this interaction? And just kind of bouncing back and forth between those two um, states of mind is what leads me to come up with all these like wild and wacky Game Boy games. <laughs> and do you have any favorite uh, Game Boy games from an audio standpoint that were kind of like the major influences for you? Or as um, far as like sounds that can be made? I mean, as far as sounds that can be made, um, I'm not too sure. I mean... There are a lot of, there are honestly a lot more like NES games that I'm really interested in. Um, like the Mother One soundtrack, I'm really interested in it. And it uses a similar sound chip to, to the Game Boy, so, you know, it works. I also, just almost purely from a nostalgic standpoint, I really love the music and the sounds of Pokemon, because that's what I grew up with. Um, and so I guess all the, you know, all the different Pokemon sounds, you know, all the chirps and the cries that they make, um, 
I really loved just studying them, listening to them, figuring out how they composed those sounds and finding ways to incorporate that into my work as well. Have, so. you, been, have, you, have you done any, like, has there been any almost academic or, like, conference research that you've been pouring through? Like, if you, like I could picture you being, like, watching some GDC vault, like, this is how we made the Pokemon soundtrack and being, like, a completely different eye on it. Is it have you um, found any stuff like that, or is it all just, like, tinkering and kind of forums for that. I mean, as far as Game Boy stuff, um, honestly, I should be doing more research on Game Boy stuff, but most of, like, this project, uh, Achafalaya Arcade, was my MFA graduate thesis. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and for that, it was more um, kind of general general virtual instrument game hybrids. Um, so I was looking at things like David Kanega's work and Proteus and Panoramical. Um, and then kind of to a certain extent uh, Become a Great Artist in Just 10 Seconds by Andy McClure and Michael Bro, which is more of a visual instrument, but it has that same kind of instrument exploration aspect to it. Um, but yeah, so it was, it was my thesis. <laughs> That's really cool. Well, thanks for being on the question bus. Is there anything else you want to plug? Um, so right now I'm working on a game with uh, Natalie Lawhead. It's called Challenge Butter. It's a game where you challenge oh, butter. Yes. That's you. Yeah. That's so, cool. Yeah, so... It's cool to hear about a game on stage and then meet the other half. Yeah, <laughs> like immediately afterwards. Yeah, that's me. So we're collaborating on, on it right now. I'm doing, uh, I'm doing the music and some of the writing and voice acting, um, and a bit of the design as well. We're kind of collaborating on design and writing. That's cool. Um, I think yeah. the two. Yeah, I mean, limited knowledge of your work, but from talking to you and seeing everything will be okay. I think like it's gonna be something. <laughs> I'm really excited for it. Yeah. Cool. And, and if people want to reach out to you and check out your stuff, where can they do that? Um, well, like I said earlier, my Twitter hand, handle is Tambalaya, Jambalaya with the T. Um, my itch is tambalaya.itch.io. Um, my SoundCloud is soundcloud.com slash tambalaya. My Bandcamp is tambalaya.bandcamp.com. Everything is tambalaya. The question bus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's pretty simple. Yeah. I, I normally ask questions. Okay. Unless we'll go the other way. Uh, I don't I don't know. I don't have any questions. Okay. So I'll ask the questions. Okay. Hopefully you'll answer them. <laughs> uh, you get a quick plug. Uh, that's pretty much it. Oh my god. I don't okay. even know what I would plug though. Well, that's at the end. I plug. That's at the end. Right. Um, ready? Uh, the levels sound good. Okay. Okay. Yeah? No, that's good. Uh, what's your name and what's your game? Oh, uh, my name is Sarah Rowland. I'm currently working on a VR cyberpunk game. Well, more of an experience, really, about loneliness. What uh, one of my biggest concerns with VR is VR headset hair, because my <laughs> hair maintains whatever shape it's put in. So, is there any considerations uh, in your personal life, given you're probably putting on a VR headset more than most in your haircut? Mm, not so much with my haircut. I'm more concerned about my glasses getting stuck in there and getting smudged. Yeah, it's really, it's actually really kind of frustrating because I have big glasses and they get stuck in the headset sometimes or I just don't, can't fit my face in there. And that kind of sucks. But yeah, with my hair, it's not so bad because it's so straight. What, uh, have you always just stuck with the same glasses frame for a while? Uh, no, these are actually pretty new. 
Yeah. What's the frame style name? <laughs> I actually have no idea what the style name is. I, I don't but wear glasses, so I don't know. I don't uh, yeah, names. I don't know. There's some sort of thing from Ollie Quinn. They're the big, big ones. Uh, if you had to describe, if you had to name your most uh, passionate like hobby, what would that be? Probably baking. Okay, I was gonna say, and why is it baking? But yeah. you, answered, <laughs> you answered the question right. Yeah. What uh, What are your top three bakeries in Vancouver? Oh no. Um, we can talk bread. Well, okay. Just keep it to bread. I mean, if we're going to keep it to just bread, Nelson's Bake Shop has really, really good sourdough. It's, they have one that's... What makes a good sourdough? Is it just like the pungency or... Well, yeah, it's like the sourness of the flavor, but it's also the texture. Like theirs is really moist and springy and it has a really good flavor. Yeah. I really like a bread affair on Granville Island as well. I'm not, I'm not the biggest bread affair guy. No. No, I feel like at the farmer's market that yeah. I go to, yeah. pure bread's bodying them at bread. Really? Into uh, a bread affair. Really? And also a bread affair took over Le Baguette. There yes. used to be a Le Baguette there, and they had a pumpkin sourdough oh. that I would fight somebody for if they disrespected That sounds amazing. Yeah. Yeah, no, I... I, I do you like yeah. bread affairs? I do like bread. I got an apple bread from there, and it was it was really good. Like for a novelty loaf, it was yeah. a really good. Loaf. They have a really good chocolate loaf. Mm. Yeah, it's very chocolatey and delicious. So I they get pluses for that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, there's gotta be another place. I can talk croissants. Yeah, I, well, well, I was just in Paris. I was just oh, in Paris. Yeah. So I was, eating, I was eating bad croissants, which were better than. Right, better than Great the ones that we have here. here. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, at a, a random, every random bakery every morning. Oh, um, that sounds amazing. So where, where, you want croissants, where do you go? I go to, the, sorry? I was going to say the Granville Island Culinary School's got a good... Oh, do they? Eh, it's more like I a mean, cheaper, like oh, you can get okay. like six of them. Oh, okay, where, well, that's good to know. Yeah, where? I would go to Matchstick. Yeah, because they have their own oven, right? Like they have a specific... Their, yeah, their uh, bakery location is in Chinatown, and they ship all their stuff out to the other locations from Chinatown. So Chinatown's the yeah. place to go for the freshest ones. If you want the freshest ones, yeah. Yeah, they also have a sourdough. Or, yeah, yeah, they also have sourdough. But I find it doesn't sit well in my stomach as much, which is kind That's of weird. That's going to be a weird, yeah, because you're, yeah. I mean, and I mean this in the nicest way, I assume you eat a lot of bread. <laughs> like, I assume if, you, if you're somebody who goes to the trouble of baking your own bread, you eat uh, abundance of bread. When it comes out of the oven, it's very difficult not to eat a lot of bread. Yeah. yeah. Um... Any uh, any pastries on your bucket list? Oh man, uh, I really want to make uh, daifuku again. Like I want to do a good job of that. What it's, is that? That's the uh, the mochi, so the glutinous rice flour um, Japanese thing that has the um, you know it's white and it's really elastic and chewy mochi, and then you wrap it around like red bean paste or a strawberry with red bean paste or something like that. And it's really good. If you do a good job of the mochi, it's really tender, but like chewy at the same time. My funniest uh, mochi story, which might have been one of the uh, whitest moments of my life, <laughs> was I went to TNT. I've had mochi before. TNT is like a, I don't know, international, at least local Asian grocer. So they have all sorts of Chinese, Japanese, Korean uh, groceries there. And I bought some mochi and they were frozen. And I was like, that's oh. weird. I guess you take them home and bake them, and that wasn't the case. They were full of ice cream, 
but even though melt like they kind of melted and shot out of the mochi, it's still very tasty. Oh, that's good. Um, yeah. What do you think the best flavor of mochi you've ever had is? I honestly really like the traditional Kyoto style that is cinnamon. Just cinnamon? It's yeah. It's like plain plain mochi, but it's got like a hint of cinnamon. It's pretty good. Uh, the other part of my vacation, I went to Stockholm. Oh yeah. Uh, they have the best cinnamon buns. Like I'm honestly maybe putting them at the best cinnamon buns in the world. Wow. They were that good. That's amazing. And it's a very expensive place, and it's like a reasonably priced in scale of other food there. Oh, I see. And, but they're not rolls. They're like like kind of pretzel folded over. Oh. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. And well, they I don't try do that. liquid icing. They do like a, like a crystallized. Oh. And they also have cardamom. Cardamom. Oh. They do a cardamom one too, which oh. is pretty good. So if you want to impress your Swedish friends, maybe make a cardamom. I'll do that. Um, the federal store has uh, a cardamom knot, they call it, which is kind yeah, of similar. Yeah, it looks more like a knot. Yeah, yeah it might yeah. be kind of the same thing. Um, yeah. Well, thanks for being on the question bus. Yeah, no problem. Is there anything you want to plug? Um, I don't know. I mean, no, like j- articles of clothing you're wearing. I'm wearing a cool Japanese block print bol- bomber jacket from Black Milk. No, like, yeah, but there's like other stuff you're wearing that might want to plug considering the time frame. Oh, right. I was going to say, yeah. Well, at Wandersong, I'm wearing my Wandersong t-shirt. So you should check that out. Once it's releasing soonish. Next week. 29th? Next week. 29th. I, I got I to gotta do interviews with them, really. Yeah, you really should. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. check out Wandersong, because Wandersong is a beautiful, adorable game full of love and happiness. The question bus. Yeah. What was the name of the... Screaming into the bike. What was the name of the sausage that you got from the farmer's market that you really liked? Uh, it's Donaire Sausage Donaire. It's Stevenson If you look up Hashtag Cure of the Year mm-hmm. uh, Which is coming back In multiple forms At the end of the year I ranked my best sausages And was able to find All their Twitter accounts There's this Donaire Sausage From this Farmer's Market Butcher I think it's called Steve Stevenson Or Steveson They do like a Donaire A lamb Donaire Sausage Which the only problem Is that the casing Is um, almost non-existent that's the only problem, but Very it's soft, it's, it's better than most donairs you can buy in frozen fucking sausage. Yeah, okay. So you just oh, I got a little bit of extra parsley. I can make it to bully like boom bam. Like you can have a pretty good like Mediterranean Lebanese meal like out of the freezer. That's wow. Um, and the number two is from the local butcher. It's been my local butcher. Well, when we were a kid, it was too expensive. Mm. But now I can afford to go okay. to the nice butcher, the best butcher in Vancouver, um, Jackson's. Um, they have uh, pork finocchio sausage that's pretty good. And then the third was a Whole Foods chorizo, which it's a cheap, like as far as good sausages go, it's pretty cheap. Like it's about $1.49, 100 grams, which is a bit, um, like what it's on sale. So that's like whatever, five-ish dollars a pound. And it's pretty good. Like the, the sausages at Whole Foods are pretty good. And they have a Twitter account. It was more of a strategic. The sausage itself has a, has a Twitter account? No, no, no. The, the Whole Foods. So my yeah, thought process was that the young, hip social media manager of Whole Foods would catch my sausage ranking. Right, of course. And then retweet you. Retweet yeah. me to everybody who's gone to Whole Foods and went, hey, I wonder what their Twitter's like. That'd be amazing, them. yeah. Like, that would be a huge look. I take a lot of chances. Like, I take a lot of... They're not dangerous, 
They're not dangerous. It's more what are your like thoughts on DMing people. My DMs are open. DMing people to ask for a retweet. I mean, you depends, shrug, but. it depends on like how good the tweet is. Like, I've definitely posted a joke in our work Slack that I was like, "This did not get enough traction," so I'm just gonna make sure you all see it. Uh-huh. And I got a couple likes and retweets. I wasn't asking for it, but you get a couple. Yeah. yeah. Posting yeah. tweets somewhere, you get extra like. I mean, asking for a retweet. I don't know. I. I'm not gonna ask you for a retweet. Like, I'm not gonna ask like a person. Uh huh. Does that work? Did Brent? you do that? No, I'm just spitballing. Um, yeah, I, never I don't know if we like way too weird. I also feel like a lot of the DMs aren't open. Like it's mm. more like yeah, maybe. I'm a man of the world. Like DMs are open. True. Sure. Whatever. Yeah. Um, and uh, but like a lot of the time, it's like. Hello, company. I have a problem with your product. And they're uh-huh. like, follow me back, and I can solve it in the DMs. And it's like, I don't want to follow you. Uh-huh. And this is a way you can grease out followers by yeah. people who have broken products. Like, I don't like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what's your kind of stance on DMs? I closed mine for a little bit after Tumblestone launched uh, because I was getting a lot of nastiness. Uh, but I reopened it, and it seems, seems like a good way to make industry contacts. Like, uh, I actually got some reasonable, like, deals. Some people reaching out to me on Twitter. Yeah. So. Yeah, I could definitely see that. Yeah, it was interesting. Like, I'm not in the point where I'm get my DMs are so swamped, like, I gotta close them. I put my email on my Twitter description. So, like, ideally, anyone who wants to do business emails me and doesn't DM me on Twitter, because I still rarely check it, but, yeah. yeah. I, I keep it open, and that's... I always check it. Well, my Twitter app on my phone is a bit delayed. Yeah. It's like, I scroll up, so it's, like, 2,000 tweets behind. Mm-hmm. Um, so that also means I don't get the messages and stuff as quickly, but if I'm at my sure, computer, sure. then I'm always... Yeah. Like, I'll check it whenever I check my email. Um, I mean, what's... I mean, can, do you want to stay secret for this interview, or do you want to do your whole thing? No, I don't mind. Okay, what's your name, what's your game? Oh, hi, hello, hi. I'm Ty Taylor, and I made The Bridge, and I also made Tumblestone, and now I'm working on a new game. When's that going to be announced? Right here. I don't know. I'm, no way, you're not going to be the exclusive. I don't really... It's, you can. I, I didn't. I don't not 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 talk about it. I just don't really. There's no public Twitter account for the game. Nah. So you're just gonna say the game and then. Yeah. People will look up you and not sure. the game. Really, you're gonna give it world exclusive? This is the first podcast ever. No, I mean I've talked. I talk to people about it all the time. Oh okay. And interviews on paper on all that. Whenever I don't know. Okay. What's the new game? Okay, cool. Yeah, it's it's called Dual Joy. It is a bullet hell music game where you use both thumbsticks to individually control two separate ships with uh, a bunch of stuff that's shooting at you tied to musical notes. Have you played uh, Question Bus Alumni, everybody's favorite person in red glasses, uh, dual hands, colon, a disaster track ADHD, yeah, JC's game. Yeah, yeah of course. Linus. Yeah, it's, it's uh, a totally different game, but... Um, but you do control two separate things. Yeah. Two separate sure. But, you know, so you, do you and brothers. Is, like, it the bro- is it brothers meets audio surf? Sure. I mean, yeah. Call it that. Yeah. You can call and it you that. You started that on like, Train Jam. 
Because you were like, oh, look at me, I'm Ty Taylor. I'm, I got a game on the Switch on the train while you're just making, like, Game Jam games. I like, all, like, did not start it on Train Jam. I worked on it on the way to Train Jam on the airplane. On Train Jam, I made my, like, separate Train Jam game, which is pretty cool. Uh, but I worked on it on the plane because Nintendo Switch is very fun to work on. Uh, on, on flights because I can actually do console development while on an airplane, which is really neat. Because hmm. uh, yeah. it's like, it's, it's nice. I mean, you can do that with Vita, but yeah, but why? I don't know. You're working on a Vita game. Oh, oh, oh okay. you work on I don't know IGN's best Vita game of 2017. Is that a thing? Yeah, you didn't win it. No, because I didn't launch on Vita in 2017. Is yeah. that a thing? Yeah. Is IGN yeah. doing a best Vita wins game? A, wins are, wins are a win. Is is IGN just still doing a Vita game of 2018? Because if so, I might I just launch Vita. Vita's still supported. Great yeah. platform. That's neat. Okay, anyway. Um, Paid for the... Uh, well, I don't know. Paid for the porting cost. <laughs> PS4 Vita by itself. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess the bridge did as well. Um, we never launched Tumblestone on Vita. And I don't know why. Maybe we will. Yeah. I think you gotta. I think you want Sony to ask you. Like you don't want to be like. I do hey. want Sony to ask. Yeah. You. No, I'm gonna reach out to Sony and be like, Hey, hey, hey do you wanna yeah. give us a deal if we want to try to do that? If you don't want to offer to help somebody move, you wanna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta be asked. Kind of. PS4, you just do. But, like honestly, if they're like, you know, if we're looking for PS Plus deals for PS Vita, I'm like, hmm. Get a get a get a nice hmm. little check there. Yeah, yeah, of course. Funny thing is, we actually registered Tumblestone for Vita, uh, and like put in a release date and everything in the system, and just like put it in a cert and failed cert, and then never bothered fixing the bugs because we were so under the gun, and still never bothered fixing a few bugs. So it's actually just inches away from launching oh, Vita. Oh, so that's really close. Yeah, it's and probably the, worth it. The real funny thing, maybe I don't know. The real funny thing is. Well, you probably did cross by right, so it's like. Yeah, that's that. The, that was the bugs. It's like networking oh, bugs, and so networking bugs scare me, and so maybe. But anyway, um, it launched uh, on Vita uh, because of the dates being in the system. And so by launch, it mean it showed up on the like front page of the Vita store, which is fucking awesome. The people clicked it, they got an error. And we got flooded with emails. We're like, I tried to, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to buy this on Vita. It's not there. I'm like, so, sorry, sorry, what? I don't recall being finished with this process. So I don't know. Maybe I'll launch it on Vita again. Or <laughs> for real. Oh, the new game. Uh, no. Yeah. Unless Sony asked me. I'm not gonna bother. It's coming, yeah, I mean. Or maybe I will. Fuck, yeah, I don't know. it's gotta be the last year, right? I don't know. It's, honestly, it's Unity. It's, it's I mean, supported. The 3DS it's, is still, the 3DS is still out. It's supported. I could. I don't know. This is uh, an extra. If somebody wanted you to. Here's the uh, thing. Like, if, if I, somebody wanted you to uh, bring Tumblestone to the Vita, or anything. If Sony is like, Vita, we'll give you X dollars to do what's it, what's like, the hashtag? Like, what's the hashtag? There's a hashtag? No, you can start one here. Hashtag. Like, to get Tumblestone on the beta. If enough people t- hashtag tweet this. Yeah. Hashtag, please bring Tumblestone to the Vita. Tell you have a very handsome face. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think, you, do you I think, think you're I, handsome? Or, like, do you think you're still on the upward trajectory? Or do you think your best years are behind you? No, I mean, I think I think men age, well, typically. I like, I like getting gray. I have a nice salt and peppery thing going on. Is that natural or artificial? Yeah. 
No, of course it's natural. I don't know. Some people might be dyeing their hair gray. I'm not saying who. I, uh, I'm I, not going to shame them for it. Do the thing. I did not dye my hair gray. My hair is naturally getting salt and peppery. It's, if it's true that it's from stress, then it's all these console ports I, I've been doing. <laughs> so you want your hair to naturally go gray and pour it again to the video? Yeah, you'll, you'll notice how many consoles I release to you by the percentage of my hair that is gray. Just, as I age, it'll be grayer and grayer. It's, How's the hairline? Your hairline still looks yeah, pretty solid. good. Yeah, Yeah. My, my grandpa died with like a full head of, head of hair. Like, I'm optimistic. Yeah. Strong hair genes. Um, do you have a favorite member of Power Body now? <sighs> Kevin is the most well-dressed. Jeff is the most fun to drink with. Uh, I think Cole is the sweetest. And there's, you know, and then there's Joey. <laughs> that's, that's, I mean. I love you, Joey. And I tease. Um, do you have a favorite Northway? Um, no. They're, they're both equally amazing people in their own ways. They're, they're both tied as being awesome, and I do not. I cannot choose. Do you have uh, any questions for me? Um, what new Cure of the Year categories are there this year? Um, we're doing a Spotify post this time. Cure of the so Year Spotify, Spotify posting. Yeah, do you want to know? Yeah. Is it a Spotify playlist that you make? Yeah. Oh, so, okay. So here's the thing about my Spotify playlist. Is I have two publicly, two publicly right now. Okay. Um, and nothing in my life has received less attention or gratitude than posting that I made a Spotify playlist. It has been nothing. Yes. It has been nothing. And the thing is, the two Spotify playlists, uh, one I'm very proud of, one is okay. Um, they're artist based okay, so, okay. so I think that might be the issue whereas Kira Deer uh, the playlist that will come out sometime between Christmas and New Year's when all the sure, Kira that, Deer that's stuff where comes the years out is, yeah. um, that is a compilation of my favorite songs of the year I listen to every playlist I make this is only songs that released in 2018 yes got it um so, Care of the Year, not gonna have hat. They'll still be the best music video category. Okay. Well, probably still be a thing, assuming there's enough good music videos. Last year was fucking amazing. Like, the three music videos are. What were your, your Care of the Year um, last year? So, uh, are you familiar with Young Thug? No. Um, so, he's this mumble rapper kind of pioneer uh-huh. uh, in that you can't really understand what he says. Okay. And I'm you, saying you that, resonate with that as somebody who listens to. Almost exclusively hip hop. I can't understand what he says. Okay. Uh, that's not just like, oh, my mom or something like, oh, I don't understand what they're saying. And you like, do, you, do you like and, the music before or after looking at the lyrics? Um, before. Okay. And then you parse it. Like, How do you know that the lyrics aren't like terrible? Like, oh, it's terrible. Oh, okay. Uh, a lot of the time. Uh, but Young Thug had this uh, song called Why Clef John, um, which is another artist, one of the members of the Fugees. Uh, uh, hip hop, great in his own right, yeah. um, as well as reggae and the stuff he's done for Haiti and all that. But um, he had this song called White Club John, and the whole premise of the music video was uh, 
you shot, the shoot went to shit. The whole sh music video thing went terribly, and the editor and director kept it like built this video out of how bad it went. All the all the magic happens in editing, and like, and 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 it goes through like the ideas. Like the dumb ideas he had for the music video, the shots and they had the color. Oh like my god, that's amazing! The cops being involved, him not coming out of the car, like he, he sent footage. Like he sent, like one of the best scenes is him eating these spicy hot Doritos in front of a private jet, and he just sent him that. So he's just like, here's some footage of me on a private jet. Um, put this in the music video, and the song's dumb, but it's it's pretty good. Like it's that level of young thug where it's 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 goofy. Uh, it's goofy and funny, but it's kind of like it's got the melodies and it's really and it's like you're laughing at it, but then it's like this does so fly because it's so dumb that it's like it's that it's that perfect thing that people get into where it's like silly, but it's silly but so plain that it's funny because sure. it's, yeah. Um, the other video uh, that was up for Care of the Year, which is one of the best, like it gives me shivers every time I watch it, is by a, a rapper called Joyner Lucas, and it's called. Um, I'm not racist, and it starts off. And the rapper does both sides, but it starts off with this white guy in a "Make America Great" mm -hmm. uh, Trump hat. Already sounds racist. Cool. And he's rapping at this other guy, this this young black guy with braids, and uh, he's kind of like expressing his. Uh, and it's not like you're definitely gonna side with the um, the person who's not a racist. The person's not a racist. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's just done so well because you, when you watch it, it looks like the performance is so good that you think he's rapping. And what he's rapping at the guy is like, not, not, press prefaces, not great, but it's done in a way where like he arguably has the better verse. Even though you're gonna socially agree with. Yeah. It's like, it's like a battle where you like don't like him, but he's like kind of, he's like bringing up a bunch of points and like. It gives you chills. And, and it gives me, it gives me chills the video. And then they hug it out at the end. But it's all one shot and it's oh, cool. like, and it starts like with just him in the front. Like it's so good cool. by Jordan Lucas. Um, and I don't remember what the third video was. Didn't you just name three? No, I was just two. Oh, okay. I'm not racist by Jordan Lucas and Young Thug, White Life John. Oh, okay. I don't even know what the third. Oh, no, no, the third, the third music video was um, by uh, the best comedic rapper. He basically makes Little on the Island irrelevant. Uh, Philadelphia, Little Dicky. Have you heard of Little Dicky? Um, he has this song called Pillow Talk. Song came out in 2017, but for the Care of the Year music video sure. awards, uh, 2018 is when the music video came out. Sure. He has a song called Pillow Talk, which is uh, it's basically the premise is him and this, this uh, lovely woman he's just had sex with have pillow talk conversations afterwards, and uh, it goes fucking places. Yeah, cool. Uh, and it's this one, and, and it features his brain uh, as a guest rapper. His brain, so his brain like comes actually in. actually his brain. Yeah, and oh, he's this whole character. There's a mixtape that Brain put out last year 
Um, it's a whole other thing. That's a whole thing. Yeah, and, and, the, and the debate's like really funny because they like, uh, yeah, they have all these debates about different things, about evolution, about vegetarianism, about like that's a lot what the aliens would do in there. It's 10 minutes long. Oh my God. And it's, and it's so, <laughs> oh it's so like dense and there's joke and it's, it, yeah, like it's a great, okay. um, yeah, so those are the three best music videos of the year. But I don't know if those categories come back. The category's based, I need, I need. Th- uh, enough things to shout out. Yeah. Like one of my favorite awards was, uh, I think it was like a 2016 game made by somebody in the UK of the year. Uh, because I had, I had Stephen Sausage Roll, mm-hmm. One Night Stand, of course, of course. and uh, Recursed all came out in the same year. So I was like, okay, this is a little like yeah. UK shout out, whatever. Nice, nice. Um, yeah, it's just something I kind of do. I think yeah. about once December starts, I start thinking about it. People want to know. Yeah, well, we're gonna have a Spotify playlist of the year. If that doesn't work, I might just never. I will listen to your Spotify playlist. Yeah. Three songs. And I'm sequencing it. Like I'm trying to listen to it. It's really tough sequencing uh, multiple intros. There's been a lot of good intros of the year. Yeah. Uh, a lot of really good intros. So uh, it's tough sequencing them all. The yeah. On the row, but yeah. What about you? What do you listen to? Usually like alt rock or indie rock. Yeah, kind of the genres I gravitate towards. How do you find new music? Spotify. Just new releases? Yeah. Spotify new releases is great. Like, I listen to Spotify enough that, like, it just, like, knows me. It's like, you will like these songs. You're like, you're right, Spotify. I do like these songs. I I still haven't trusted that yet. I I trust our our robot overlords. Machine learning is powerful. It's like A, B, and C, like this song and this song. And also this other song, and you're like D and liking the same things, so you're probably gonna like this too. It turns out I do. If so many people just like me, yeah, who listen to correlationarily the same stuff, also like this other thing that I haven't heard about, then thank you, Spotify, for showing it to me because it turns out I do like it. Yeah, I think if it was like, I'd be more confident in it if I listened to everything in it, but I still don't. Like there's on a scale of negative ten to ten, there's nothing that the new releases of Spotify has ever shown me that I'm like below zero. Oh, so it's all I maybe it's not my favorite song every time or something, but this is all good. I like it all. It's fine. I can listen to it. Podcast at all? No. That's the question most really. Every once in a while, when you're on it. Yeah. (laughs) Do you have a favorite question about something? Last time I was on yeah. I also was a bit disappointed the first time. By my question best answers? Well, yeah, I was, I was a bit what? overwhelmed because you're very much a character talking to you, and uh-huh. you were like, "What about this time? How do you feel? How do you feel like this, this is, is going?" Real touch okay, yeah. yeah, okay, yeah. I don't well, got, for, time, I've got time to go to ha- half of the reason. Handsome, like you're hitting all the <sighs> Ty Taylor tropes. So, I think I know why that is. And it's because not until like halfway through this conversation that I realized I was on the question bus. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I thought I was just talking to Kier. No, you knew. No. You were like, Kier, Kier, one more. No. Please stop the question bus. No. 
I just, I was like, I was gonna, no, yeah, not until you're like, do you want to be anonymous? I'm like, what are you talking about? I was like, oh, no, he's been recording this whole time? I was gonna be, I was about to ask, like, should you be recording this? I don't know. It seems like, it seems like content. No, it's fine. Oh, yeah, I'm all about content. This is, yeah, Yeah. this is great. You can't listen to the question bus and go, if you're gonna care about content. No, this is great. Yeah. I don't know. If it's the real me, yeah, it's really it's the real me. It was like we got the real Trudy in it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We all got to know Trudy. Yeah. Real well. No, she's awesome. Yeah, she's great. She is great. Yeah. She is hel- I did not know how hilarious. Yeah. yeah she's witty. She's like... She's... The... Yeah, she was yeah, great. She did a great good. job. Lots of jokes. Lots of poop jokes. She's... She's... Yeah. This sure loves her toilet jokes. Yeah, I mean, that's no, but that's her. Like she's like the type of person who won't like have a coffee during the morning of a day she has to go see a movie because she's worried that she'll have to go to the restroom. Yeah, like, it's, it's an important fear. Yeah. yeah. Where do you stand when you stand by Kramer? Depends. Right now I'm staying with Kramer. Shout out to my boy. Yeah. Yeah. He hasn't been throwing as many parties. Well, that's because he moved. Yeah. He moved into a smaller place. Yeah. He did kind of do now, now we're going to bother Jamie and Greg. It was a similar move where it was like he moved and then people kept partying at his old place. Yeah. So it's like all the all the good parties. Yeah, Kramer still gets annoyed when I call it Kramer's house. He's like, uh, don't say that. Jamie will get annoyed. But it's yeah. Kramer's house. It's always been and always will be. Yeah. Was the Indy house. I mean, Jamie and Greg are there. So I, I don't no, no, think... wasn't, wasn't, I, I feel like Noel and Greg lived there. Did they? Yeah, it was like Noel, Greg, and Kramer. And Kramer? Oh, I don't remember about Noel. Oh. Uh, I don't know. So you normally just stay with friends? Yeah. I, I've never uh, come to Vancouver and gotten a hotel. Hotels seem very expensive here. Yeah, they are in Seattle as well. It's not um, something I really look at because I live here. That's why I tell all my Vancouver friends, like, if you're ever in Seattle, like, by all means, stay with me. Yeah. It's weird because Tyler has the same... It's the same kind of house five blocks away. Much bigger. Yeah. So... Is it much bigger? Yes. Okay. It's like twice as big. Okay. It's, it's very... Uh, uh, what are you saying, Darkest Dungeon did twice as well as Tumblestone? Is, 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 is this, is this <laughs> I don't know, it could be Crow's Money, I don't know. It's probably Crow's Money. Yeah. It's almost certainly Crow's Money. Have you played Crow's yet? No. 2.0? No, he hasn't sent a copy yet. Tyler Sigmund. No, so he's like, hey, anyone want a copy of my of, of Crow's? I'm like, I do, and then he ignored my message. Good job, Tyler. I expect a copy on my desk. Because we're working in the same office. Are the crows still dropping yeah. shells on Yeah, here? I think he trains them to litter on my house. I think the crows think it's his house. It does look they, very similar. They get all high on nuts and then like flying around and go, oh, home, and then drop it. <laughs> yeah. That's probably what's happening. Yeah, it's like people stumble drunkenly stumbling into other people's homes. Oh, yeah, totally, yeah. So, do you, okay, so creative question. Uh huh. Do you think this should be its own episode? Sure. Or do you think Why not? Be part of the mega episode? You're having a mega episode? Yeah. Aren't your episodes already like really long already? No, no, it's based on quality. Oh, so, so you're not just gonna use all of this verbatim? Yeah, so when I interview somebody for like 12 minutes of Steam Dev Days, uh-huh. that that's half as good. Should definitely be its own like episode. Something like a 25 minute episode. There are a lot of very important information being passed back and forth here. Do so you think it should be its own episode? Sure. 
I don't think you I mean, it's like, do you want to be the headliner or do you want to put on your own show? That's really what you're asking. I don't mind. Do whatever. It's your show. Yeah. The question bus. Yeah. Like, I think it's actually the second cheapest one they made. Oh, really? I have yeah. the really old one that doesn't have this fancy bullshit thing. Yeah, I need to get, like, a wind cover. But so I have it from, like, probably 2007. So. I mean, this is as old as the podcast, so this is... Oh, wow. And your podcast has been going for how long? This microphone. Holy moly. Um, so what's your name and what gym do you go to? <laughs> My name's Kellen, and I go to Ron Zalko. What's your workout routine? Well, I have a four-day workout routine right now, and what I do is I go there, I do whatever's in my app. Uh, did you make that? Nope. What, 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 what brought you to be an app, an app gym bro? Uh, app gym bro, I was uh, looking online and some weird website had a app and they're like, you should download this. So I downloaded it and- Is it like on the store or did you have to like get an AP, a sketchy APK? No, and... it was on the store. Oh, okay. And the best thing about it is that two people made it and then they've stopped supporting it. So it's real old and barely works. Um, so if you wanted to leave a negative review on that app, where would you go? I would go to Apple Store. But I'm not, I'm not gonna leave a negative That's what review. it's called? No, the Apple Store. Oh, you're not going to give the app any promo. Oh, the app promo. Um, what is it called? Uh, full fitness. Full fitness. Do yes. you feel, you feel fulfilled in your fitness? Yes. I think it's good. It has a lot of uh, very ripped guys uh, On, working in out. App? In the app? Yeah, working out, showing you how to work out and make you feel bad about yourself. So it's only, uh, it's only a like, male workout. Uh, I'm sure women could use it, but... Uh, it's just going to be hot guys. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's good for the ladies. Well, so. yeah. Um, so, so what does that mean? Like, what did you do? Like, what, what was the last time you went to the gym? I went to the gym on Thursday, where I saw you. Okay. <laughs> or maybe that was on I Wednesday. I didn't see you. Oh, okay. Yeah, I saw you at my gym. Oh, yeah, Monday. Yeah, yeah, because I was, I was jet-lagged. So I, was, yeah. I got back, oh, and right. I woke up at 6 in the yeah. morning, and I'm like, this is yeah. a food to, yeah. to listeners. We go to the same gym. Yeah. So just full disclosure. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a great gym. And uh, on Thursday I went and I did some sort of workout and I already forgot what it was. And on Friday I couldn't go because I was very hungover. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so what did you do? Like what that day? Like what did you, like, you uh, got do you there? Here, I want, I want this. I'll pull out the app. you got to fill uh, dead air right now. Da, 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 da. There's no dead air on the question bus. There's no dead air on the question bus? <laughs> no, so that's, that's pretty surprising. That's a fact. All right. Ho hold on. Hold on. Um, no, I feel like fill, I can fill it up, fill interview up anybody. Um, but yeah, no, Ron Zalco, great gym. Uh, if they want to spot, they don't spot the podcast, but if they wanted to, uh, totally I don't know if Ron Zalco would pay for that. Okay, so I did day three. The thing is about the gym, it's cheap. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. Yeah, it's got everything. And there's something about how not nice it is that reduces the amount of bullshit. Mm. Like you never really see somebody taking a like gym selfie or something like that. Oh so yeah, I'm pro selfie, pro, but it's just like it can be a bit weird. I've uh, caught some guys <laughs> taking gym photos in the locker room. Yeah. Like, I walk in, and they're just standing there in their underwear with their phone out, and they're like, oh, well, like, you can just definitely tell that they're taking photos or something. Wow. But for the most part, there's limited riffraff. People are pretty chill. And there's a lot of old people. And there's a lot, like of, a old lot of old because, fit people. Because their whole business model is you sign up, the price never changes. Right. And inflation changes. So right. I don't know what you're paying. I'm, I'm paying, paying 35 what are you paying? 25. Oh my god, you really, you sniped me good. Sniked <laughs> but still, me good. compared to the other gyms, yeah. like it can be cheaper than getting a community center gym. Yeah. It can be, it's definitely cheaper than the, the gyms you would hear in Kanye songs like Equinox and stuff like that. I don't know. Much cheaper oh, yeah, than yeah. that. Much cheaper than Steve Nash gym, which Steve Nash is not cool with anymore. Oh you yeah. You want to get his name off the gym. Yeah, that's true. You're not paying him right. That's 
complete. He's a Canadian yeah. legend. Ron Zelko is there every day telling yeah, people he, to get yeah. their towels. And you know it's him. He'll never introduce himself No, of course. You. He did it. Yeah. Uh, he asked me at one point five years into me going to the gym uh, if I was new. And I'm like, no, I've been going here five years. And he awkwardly paused. And then he's like, well, hi, I'm Ron. <laughs> so was what, was really the, what was the workout? workout was we did uh, pull downs. We. Who's we? I have a gym partner. Is he also a gendo? Uh, no. I'm not going to reveal him. I haven't got his consent to reveal his life. Okay. So I did a pull down. I did a military bar press, an upright row, but I actually messed that up and did trice or uh, did uh, something else. I have a solve us. Tricep assisted. No, I didn't do that. I did, did tricep pull downs, a machine bicep curl, a machine tricep curl. No, wait, tricep extension, and then I did 15 minutes on the bike. Why do you not follow the app? Because they don't have an assisted pull down uh, machine at the gym. So I'm going to talk to Ron Zalko about that. Pretty hard. Yeah. What's the nicest gym you've ever been in? Uh, Ron Zalko. Okay. Uh, is there anything else you want to plug? Uh, no. No? Nope, no plugs. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I'll just say this. You might not see him, Yeah. but he'll always see you. Ron Zalko? No, you. Oh, okay. And the name again? Kellen. The question bus. Yeah. The question bus. Yeah. The question bus. Yeah.